Today, we have Danielle Zumpano from Westchester County, New York. On this episode, Danielle takes us through how she showcases the area she works in to attract potential clients and turning those conversations into closed deals. All right, Danielle, thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let's just jump right into it and uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. So my name is Danielle Zampano, and I am a New York licensed real estate agent. I live and work in Yorktown Heights, and um, I work with William Ravis, and this is my second year in real estate. Oh, cool. What were you doing prior to real estate? Teacher. Um, I actually, cool. yeah, on and off um, for over 15 years, I was a school teacher. I worked in both general ed and special education. Um, cause I have three kids. I kind of took some breaks in between being a classroom teacher. I did a lot of, um, therapy work with special ed kids for, um, preschools that, cause you make your own schedule with that. Um, you know, then kind of COVID happened, um, and it shifted things in terms of like my perspective and what I wanted to do. So, uh, once my kids were fully back in school and then I had my third son, that's really when I decided to kind of move forward with real estate. Oh, nice. What drew you to real estate? I'm sorry? What drew you to real estate? Oh, so our home buying process um, wasn't like the best. You know, we had worked with a few different agents. Um, You know, when I had first met my husband, we had kind of decided that he was going to sell his uh, co-op. And, you know, we listed that with just someone I knew, you know, from Facebook in college. And, um, you know, that was all right. But then we worked with somebody different and it took us a little bit of time, but the whole process we became very familiar with. And it was really interesting to me. And we both wanted to be knowledgeable um, in regard to like what we were doing since this was going to be a big purchase. Um, So that's really when I became very interested in it. And then just like the negative experiences, you know, you're going through and thinking about how it could be better for other people. That's really what kind of drove me um, into real estate is that I, I really do enjoy helping people. And I think it's the single, you know, handed biggest purchase that anybody could make. Huh. Um, and it's important to a lot of people. So experiencing that with somebody that can provide them not only knowledge, but can be like, you know, comforting and just really listen to them is important to me. So that's kind of what drove me into it. Yeah. And so it was like your experience, you know, your own home buying experience that really basically light bulb went off. I was like, you know, I can do this, right? I can, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to do it better. You know, yeah. like I'm like, I could provide a much better service than I feel like I was given. And it did create a lot of stress. And I was um, pregnant with my middle child when we were looking for this house that I'm currently in. So, you know, I intended actually on going into real estate after he was born but then he ended up like, again, this was right when COVID had happened um, and he was getting early intervention services. So at that time I was going to like a therapy center. It just wasn't going to work with my scheduling, but I did start the course. I just didn't finish it. Um, and then again, fast forward after everything kind of returned back to normal. That's really when I went to pursue it. I did the, you know, took the course, finished it, you know, and, and took the test within like a month and just got right out there. There you go. And so did you jump right on a team or were you solo? No, I did not do a team. So I did interview um, with a few teams, you know, that were well known within the area. 
And I really, you know, although they did provide the support, um, I'm a pretty motivated person and I, I can motivate myself and I am proficient in the things that I do. So even if I'm, you know, struggling to do something, I'm still going to get up every single day and I'm going to fight to do it. So for me, I'm like, you know what, honestly, the, the splits and, and the scheduling and stuff with the teams wasn't going to work for me. Um, I wanted to take a different route. So I did research a lot of the brokerages. And when I found William Ravis, I really did feel like a lot of who I am aligns with the company and with their mission and their core values. So that's kind of what drove me there. And then being a solo agent, yeah, it does take a little bit more time, but it is a luxury brokerage. We were just awarded, you know, um, for 2023 by Inman, the number one brokerage in the U.S. So, you know, it's just it's the direction that I wanted to go to and, you know, what how I wanted to grow my business. OK, that's so you you didn't jump on a team. And so what types of things did you do? you know, to get up and running. Cause that's, that's a pretty scary leap, right? You have the option to join a team, but you're just kind of bet on yourself really light. And cause you don't get paid until the, the house closes. So hundred percent. So yeah. So we have, um, at Revis, there's a strategic growth coach that works within our office. So I really just, uh, dove right into, you know, the trainings, um, and William Revis also offers plenty of training monthly that you can sign up for. So, you know, I signed up for a ton of the training courses, um, I met with my strategic growth coach. We went over like my goals. Um, you know, I did work with some other agents um, who are more, you know, seasoned and say they were listing a rental. They, you know, they did give me their rental leads and such. So I, I started reaching out to everybody in that regard, you know, at mm-hmm. the very basic level. Um, I did a lot of like door hangers um, and marketing I enjoy like the whole marketing piece of it. I like to create things. So I did, you know, farming within my area and my neighborhood. Um, my kids play sports. So, you know, like just creating things and kind of like sprinkling them into stuff to let people know. Um, that was something that I also did, you know, Halloween, like nice little candy bags with, you know, my logo, my name on it. So, and it was branding myself out the gate too. So, you know, having a website designer, um, trying to set myself apart from the other agents in the company um, was important to me as well. So, you know, it's still evolving, but, you know, right out the gate, I, you know, I put a lot of hours in just calling people, um, you know, working with people, um, dropping by and, and just doing things like that to kind of get it out there, you know, within the community. And then hopefully it continues to build and build and build. Yeah. It's like basically telling everybody and anybody that, hey, I'm an agent. Right. Yes. Without like shoving it down their throat, because for me, I, you know, there's a difference between, I think someone who's really good at sales and then people that are pushy with it. Uh And I don't ever want to push somebody. I think it's really important to understand that the human side of it all, you know, it's not about the money and it's really genuinely about forming a connection with somebody and helping them. And I think once they can see that and they understand that it's genuine, you're building your business, you know, on something that's going to last versus, you know, always kind of constantly pushing to get to the next thing because you're chasing a dollar, you know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's, that's got, and that's hard to do, especially, you know, when you're not on a team and, and maybe you're yes. fairly new, you know, to think more long-term, right. And not so yeah. focused on the transaction. So. Absolutely. Um, it's definitely not easy. You know, I get up at between five and five thirty every day because I try to get up before my kids. You know, I'm on the computer. I take some time from for myself first, you know, and then I, I start working 
Yeah. Um, you know, and and again, there are plenty of times where things don't go the way that you've anticipated or you've put a lot of effort into finding a property, whether it's to buy or a rental, and things don't go, you know, the way that you want them to and they don't close. But my, you know, my manager and strategic growth coach said that the number one word in real estate that you have to just constantly say is the four letter word, which is next, you Uh know, so if something doesn't work, okay, it doesn't work. Let's kind of push forward, reevaluate. How can we can do, you know, can we do better? Can we not? Do we just leave it and move on to the next thing? And it's constantly evolving. Yeah. Don't dwell on it. If it's something you can learn from, learn from it and then keep going. Right. Absolutely. And you mentioned, you know, you want to do some things that maybe kind of separated yourself from others in your office or some of those things that you was pretty unique to you in your marketing. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because a lot of like I'm in Westchester County and around the area in Yorktown specifically, you know, we do have some agents that really dominate the market. And and a lot of them are old time agents, right? They've been around for a long time. It's a lot of word of mouth. But quite honestly, it really doesn't take much to stand out because a lot of the older agents aren't doing anything, you know, like it's just I know the name. I've seen it on a sign. And I'm just going to call them, you know. So for me, standing out would be was branding myself right Right. out of the gate, you know. So I did spend time and the money to create a website, Um, you know. So I have my own website. We created our my own logo, um, and really just trying to create and have people understand who I am, you know, through this platform. And aside from that, you know, social media is also very big and a lot of again older agents or people that have been doing this for a while it's really hard for them to adapt and change especially when it comes to technology so for me you know taking that step to kind of really branch out into social media and get comfortable with talking on camera and you know filming and creating content was something a lot surprisingly most people aren't doing in the, around here. Yeah. So just kind of like putting it out there, you know, I, I feel like it's going to pay off because the more you can provide value to people, the more people are going to start listening to you. And I don't want somebody just to, you know, I, I want to be known for that. You know, I want people to come yeah. to me because they have questions and because they seek something, not just because, oh, I know you, I'm just going to use you. For me, it really does matter that I'm providing, you know, value to somebody So that's kind of like how I'm trying to separate myself. I don't want it to be viewed as like, oh, this is just business. This is just a transaction because there are a lot of emotional pieces when it comes to real estate. Sure. And I think like the power of social media, not only can you get, you know, a a piece of content can get hundreds of thousands of views, right? And it it can spread like wildfire. But I think it also can like weed out the people that maybe you don't even want to work with. 100%. Right? Like they, you might not even want to, you might even not jive with them, right? Absolutely. It kind of funnels it out for you. And you mentioned, you know, people not wanting to get on camera. What was that like for you? Did you, were you comfortable in front of the camera from the jump or? No, I hate it. Um, Like I don't, I'm not one of those people. I've never been like um, an overly like outgoing person, but when I'm passionate about something, it like naturally comes out. So there's Uh a few things that in my life, you know, in my personal life that I am passionate about. So once we start talking about them, it just like flows. So you know, real estate was one of them. I'm also into, you know, health and wellness. And I, I love talking about that. So that's really kind of how I got started with being comfortable was just kind of learning that when I have these day to day conversations, 
Like, I just have to transfer how I'm feeling and stuff in front of a camera. So, yeah, the first couple times, it's super awkward. You look funny and, you know, you're constantly yeah. like, um, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm like criticizing, but you are critiquing yourself and you feel like funny. But then you just kind of get over it. And just like you said, if somebody doesn't want to watch it, listen to it, whatever, they, they have the choice not to. Right. And right. Fortunately, I haven't had any like, you know, I don't know how that feels to have negative comments and stuff, but I'm sure they'll come at some point, you know, mm -hmm. and you just have to brush it off because in reality, 10% of the people you meet, they're not going to like you anyway. And I think I'm going to be 40 this week. I just have learned to accept that, right? Not everybody's going to like you for you and that's okay. You just have to find the people that do. Yep, exactly. And content definitely is a way to do that. Absolutely. Um, what types of content are you are you posting? Are you doing a lot of like edu like a, a split between the health and wellness stuff and like educational stuff? Yeah, so I like to really create, especially on social media, because for me, real estate is more it's it's like part of a lifestyle, right? So you have this whole picture when you kind of come to my page. Um, I really want to promote like Westchester County where we live. And just living here, you know, um, the different towns and villages and cities that we have that make up Westchester. It's important as a home buyer to understand where you're going to be living or where you're potentially going to look for a home. And then in addition to that, you know, I do try to weave into uh, social media like my personal life. You know, I, I post recipes or videos of um, healthy meals just to kind of motivate busy people who have children just like me, you know, that you can still create something healthy, you know, you can still make something, you know, in 30 minutes for dinner or whatever the case is and be busy. And it's, you know, it's just shifting your priorities. So it is a lifestyle base, but I do have a lot of, I do a lot of either carousel or real, like that's kind of the structure or, you know, occasional static posting. But, you know, um, I would have in the, the, um, the carousels more like educational stuff about home buying, um, you know, mortgage information and stuff like that. And then my reels are just a combination of everything. Gotcha. And, you know, I think like a lot of the stuff too that you mentioned with when you're sharing like different recipes and your kids and that kind of stuff, it kind of, it humanizes you too, yeah. right? Like it's not just all real estate all the time, right? Yeah, because I you don't feel like that's good for, because that might attract a specific audience and that audience might not be the type of person that I'm potentially looking for, right? Because right. when you have all real estate content, it might be more for real estate agents. You know, if if I'm posting a lot of educational content, you I have a lot of agents, you know, just as I follow mm -hmm. real estate agents across the country because they post really good informational stuff. But when you humanize yourself, you are attracting, you know, hopefully localized, you know, people because of the using a lot of the Westchester stuff and, you know, having that niche there. You're, you're getting that everyday person, right, that understands like, oh, okay, she's not constantly posting about her job. We know she does real estate, but she also, you know, loves interior design and can, you know, and wow, that's a cool idea that I can do in my house or my bedroom or, you know, like I try to do yep. recipes to make your home smell good. Like just stuff overall that would hopefully entice people to want to, you know, follow me and learn more and just kind of honestly learn and gain something from my page yeah it's almost like listening to it it's more of like i just want to be a resource yeah. and then oh by the way i'm a real estate agent yes exactly like i just posted right. a reel on um you know places to eat like top places to eat in westchester so you know just going through like are you looking for a new place to eat you know check out the, these restaurants if you want italian or mexican um you know you can go to these places they're really great 
And these are the reasons why, you know, and it's just it plugs the restaurant in a nice way. But it also just gives yeah. people like a resource. Hey, I've never been there before. Maybe I'll go try it out, you know, and it's it's a nice connection to have with people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, you mentioned doing the carousels, um, obviously you, the recipes and all that kind of stuff and reels. What types of content would you say performs the best for you? You know, I had a really good performing post about rentals, um, about how, for example, how you your rental um, amount, like what you're paying for rent can actually help you um, in terms of getting a mortgage. And a lot of information like that when it comes to mortgages, too, that performs really well, like dip, different tips and tricks that you yeah. need, um, how you can prepare and put yourself in a good financial situation so that you can purchase a home um that kind of material does really well and honestly the best performing pr material always across the board is the personal stuff so whenever yeah. i have something with my kids or my animals you know i get tons of likes and and um you know comments because again it, it's it's real and you know people enjoy seeing that i guess side of me and and that performs well all the time yeah i get it it humanizes you <laughs> right like it, it makes you feel like a, you're a real person, right? With other interests other than just selling houses, exactly. right? Yeah. Are there any like social media accounts that you like to follow or like emulate to try and get some ideas? Um, you know, I don't have anybody in particular that I like follow. I follow like people that I genuinely like. Um, it might not even mm -hmm. pertain to like it pertains in the aspect of real estate, but like um, New York Mover. I love his account and you know I just think it's funny it's entertaining there's a lot of different information on there so like that's an account that it's a great account for me to follow there's other um real estate accounts do collab projects um and you know they just kind of talk back and forth about the market and such and that kind of stuff is interesting but I'm honestly like in terms of following I'm a big um those Amazon pages where all they show you, you know, your Amazon home finds for less. So um, I'm always looking yeah. at stuff like that because I love to find like really nice um, interior design, furniture and such for cheaper prices because then it also helps clients because if they need to stage their property or they're looking, you know, to do something to maybe increase the value, then I can show them how to do that in like an affordable way. Yeah. So you have like, so there's different, so the pillars are like real estate, uh, health and health and wellness, right? And that interior design are yes. pretty much the three pillars <laughs> of your content, right? So when you're planning out, do you plan out your, your week for, you know, what types of, what, what's going to go when on Usually a content I calendar do. or anything? Yeah. So, okay. um, I was a little bit better with that in the beginning. Like I would map, I had a, you know, a calendar with a month and I would try to map out how I was going to have everything flow. Um, like this weekend I did film a bunch of different reels, so I will structure those for like the next two weeks. Um, I was mm -hmm. more so just honestly writing notes in my phone recently than writing it out, but mapping out is very helpful, um, to do. Yeah. And I was actually utilizing that a lot more, but I do try and, and in Canva, I create, you know, I'll do the carousels and I'll create a bunch of them. Like I'll batch the content at one time and then I'll just start to drip them out you know, throughout the course of the month. Um, and then yep. we have those, na you know, um, email updates constantly through our Ravis account that tells us like the national, you know, donut day, whatever it is. So I look at the national dates for the month and then I start to pick the ones that I really want to focus on and I'll add those into content as well. Yeah, yeah. Canva's a great tool. Canva's amazing. Super easy to use. I love Canva. Yeah. Yeah, what's that? And you have a CRM, right? I do. 
That's through Ravis. So we, we okay. use that through Ravis. And then on my um, my website itself, I have one as well embedded in the website that the website designer did. I don't I don't know anything about it. I just pay for oh, nice. it. And then he, yeah. he deals with all it of captures... it for me. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it catches leads from your website. But then we use um, something with William Ravis, which is pretty awesome. Um, they have two things where it's like a local market insight where you opt your client into that and, you know, um, mm-hmm. customizes what type of email they're going to get in terms of the properties that they're looking for. And then we have something called Moxie, which you can tri- campaign through that. Um, and then we also have a digital print campaign, which is linked to the your CRM. And then you can just drip, you know, wow. your, your deluxe out right out to those people, too. So it's pretty cool. That's and it awesome. captures everything for you. Okay, I was going to ask, it captures everything yep. that you and need to... And if I to, get oh, a lead through, you know, say the actual Ravis website, like my Ravis website, it'll send me an email and it'll tell me who was looking at my site. Um, it also tells me who opened my emails, how many times, um, you know, what house or what property they're viewing. And then I can choose to reach out to them based on, you know, their activity within uh, the emails that they're being sent. Oh, wow. Awesome. I mean, so you have great systems with like the CRM and you have your, you know, define your pillars, right? Use a content calendar. Where do you like, or plus you, you know, you're a mom, you're (laughs) out busy, obviously selling houses. Where do you find time or do you spend a day, you know, saying like, okay, this is my dedicated day to shoot content? Yeah, so I do. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I have to shoot my content like in my bathroom, you know, with the door closed because when you, especially in the summer, when you have three kids home, it's, it is difficult, you know, yep. um, to kind of go around their schedules and with my husband's schedule. So it's not like I think people portray it to be, you know, when they're looking at these con, you know, the content and the reels are like, wow, look at this person. Like they must have all this time. No, either I have to yeah. do it when, if the baby's snapping or, you know, I come outside and I'll do it outside or I'll do it walking because I don't, I really don't have a lot of time now the kids are back in school so it's a little easier but especially in the summer oh my gosh yeah i would like have to close the you know the door and like and sit on the floor you know <laughs> and then my husband broke my <laughs> ring light whole big thing and you know it's just by accident he was using it to sell a, a trading card and he pulled it down i'm like oh a side ring light but yeah it's like hey. you kind of go with the flow like i know a lot of it doesn't yep. always go the way i want it to be and I want my content, like I really want to get into more YouTube videos um, and educational videos, but that requires a little bit more time. Um, so again, I uh-huh. think once, you know, we're in a good routine when the kids are now gone, I can really focus on that too and growing YouTube come, you know, fall and winter this year. Yeah. So that was just, that's, I was just going to ask you, so like, what are some of your goals, you know, for finishing out this year and then going into next so, year? So Yeah. So for... In terms of marketing, um, you know, I really do want to get more into YouTube. I think that it's a, a great platform. It'll allow me to discuss and, and, you know, and just have some more informational videos, you know, in terms of real estate. Um, so YouTube is one of them. And also, I just really want to continue to build my clientele, um, you know, getting my name out there more being involved within my community i think that's all really a big piece in having people understand me and learn who i am so now we're back to school so you know utilizing in a smart realistic way all of that stuff you know and being on the pta and being a class mom and all that and then trickling into like hey if you need me i'm here 
um, that's kind of like my goal moving forward, you know, and I just want to continue to grow. And whether I know people are watching now or not, I know that if I stay consistent and continue to ride this year out the way that I have been, eventually it will pay out, you know, in a bigger way. That's always difficult to like wrap your head around too, because sometimes social media, and I mentioned this before on a podcast that like, sometimes it feels like you're talking to an empty classroom <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it, you know, it starts to snowball, yes. right? Like I came across, I can't remember which reel it was exactly, but I came across one of your reels. I'm, I'm up in Syracuse. Oh, okay. You're down in Westchester County. So, um, you know, that's kind of how we're talking. So even though it might, sometimes it doesn't feel like, you know, people are listening or yeah. whatever. Um, it's it's amazing what social media can do and the reach that you have with certain pieces of content. And it's really cool, right? Like if you think about it, you know, and that's kind of how I look at it. I don't look at it in like a negative way. You know, I always try to look at it in a positive way. It could just be that this one video, like you said, that, you know, drives, you know, someone to reach out to me. And that has happened, you know, in terms of people reaching out to me or or some plat you know like yelp which i should update my yelp page as better than i do but i've had a, an amazing family reach out to me on yelp and i found them a place within my town and i just felt like some of those situations where you're not even thinking someone's looking you up they are you know um and just adding my website now onto yep. my facebook page people people hear it, you know, they see it and they do, they, they're looking. So I think, you know, this is not an easy market to be in for anybody. So you really do need to like dig your heels in yeah. and just push forward. Right. Like it, and just accept, like it might not be yeah. people, you know, calling your phone nonstop saying, I want to sell my house at this time, because let's face it. If you're, if you bought a house around the time I did, you're sitting at a really low interest rate. So unless you have to move, you're not going to. But it's at this time where you can really yep. get into, I guess, you know, fine tuning the things that you need to, whether it's your marketing skills, your social media management, working to branch yourself out more, meet more people so that when that time does come, it's going to pay off. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast where um, they were talking about how if you double down now in the marketing and doing literally what you just literally what you just said the other people who are not going to double down and not focus on marketing and not fine tune their skills, they're going to be the ones that are calling the people who did lucky Absolutely. right? when the market does turn because it will turn. Absolutely. It will. You know? And I think it's going to leave a lot of people just like in anything behind, right? Because when the going gets Ooh. tough, a lot of people quit, you know, and they blame it on, oh, it's just this, it's just that. But in the uh -huh. end, like we all do create our own successes, right? So like I can fail 200 times. But if I try 201 times, that could be the determining factor in, in my success, right? So I just think you have right. to keep trying. And when I go into the office, I do hear a lot of people saying like, oh, I need to do something else or, oh, I'm so unhappy. And it's, you know, I don't let that stuff get into my spirit because I don't want that type of negative mindset, right? I just want to look at this as it's an opportunity sure. and we have to present it that way right we can't look at it any other way because if we do okay. we're going to end up like everybody else and we're just going to get lost in the mix of this whole you know of the economy and just real estate in general yeah it's kind of goes back to what your what your coach was telling you is kind of like you know keep, keep pushing like keep going right next absolutely right what's your uh 
we were kind of talking about goals for finishing out this year and next year. What are some of your like your ultimate business goals? Do you want to like have I a do. team? Or? I do. So I love William Ravis. I really can see myself there long term. I have no desire to, you know, branch out, have my own brokerage. But I believe that I would ultimately like to, you know, have a team one day. Um, I could see myself doing that. I, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. And I think a lot of the... Um, opportunities and experiences I had as an educator, you know, a lot of those things play into how I conduct a real estate business and and how I'm able to, you know, manage different people. It's just like working, you know, with grade level leaders and, and working with little kids and parents and all of these things and the way you interact with people, you know, it's all been useful to me. Um, aside from, you know, uh-huh. my master's degree that I don't really use anymore that I paid, you know, uh-huh hundred thousand dollars for um other than that it's just i do feel like a lot of those tools have transferred over so um you know it's it's important to me and i could see myself working with other people and i think that when i'm at the point where i can do that i would absolutely you know add on different you know help and support that way i can start focusing on the things that only i can do because right now i'm doing it all and you know it is a lot of work um, you know, I do, do yeah. all my own social media. A lot of people have pe- companies that they hire to edit and I'm doing all that myself. So that would be one thing I would like to eventually do would be to have somebody do it. But I want it to be the way I want it to be first. And then once I'm in this continuous uh-huh. flow and once we're really like grinding, then I would definitely have to outsource. Yeah. And that'll allow you to kind of, again, double yes. down on what you, number one, like to do, but also what you're Absolutely. really good at. Right. And, and like, in a way, I think you still are using your master's because like you're still That's educating true. people, right? Just in a different, in a different way. In a different Absolutely. Way, and you know? I, and it's funny because at heart, I, you know, they do say you're born with a gift, right? And I do feel naturally that I am a teacher. I do like to help people and show people how they can learn and you know and information and stuff it's i i'm kind of a nerd at heart you know i like to read i like to study i like watching you know videos reading books writing so for me you know it's was just easy kind of um transfer over you know from from working with little kids to just educating adults sure that sometimes connect like little yeah. kids during a grand <laughs> transaction, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So we're kind of coming up on the end. Um, and these are three questions that I ask everybody that comes on the podcast. Help. Right. So first one, what's one book you think everybody, one book or podcast you think everybody should either read or listen Have to? Have you read real estate? The Power of One More? So that was just was mentioned it? to me. Um, that's a, well- it okay. was not on a podcast, so that's the first one on the podcast. But I, one of the agents I was talking to, we were talking about that a book, and that's the power of one more. Where it's like, what if you just did yes. one more phone call, right, each day, right, and then it compounds, this, right? You know, honestly, I could have I could have came on here and named a million, you know, these classic business, you know, books, Think and Grow Rich, and whatever, you know, all of these things. But yeah. that was the most recent book. Um, that well, not most recent book that I read, but it was a more recent book I read. I read it right around the beginning of the summertime, and it's funny because my husband doesn't read at all, and I gave him a copy of the book, and he actually read it, and he said the same thing to me, like, "Wow, like this book was so profound, and it can be utilized in any way. It doesn't matter if it's business related, 
It can be in your personal life. It can be if you struggle with an addiction. It's anything that you want it to be. But it really <laughs> focuses and shifts your mindset into that one more thinking. And it's yeah. it's very profound and it's very true. It's just like working out, right? Like one more rep, one more day or, you know, one more, you know, meal of eating healthy. Like you just have to set these goals and it doesn't matter how small they are. It could be such as one more moment, you know, or one more day without drinking right. alcohol, whatever it is. And it's just when you have those small moments, they just add up to one big moment over time. And it really does change everything about you, your habits, your success, your daily practices, your mindset. It changes it all. It is. So it's the the power mm -hmm. of one more, right? Ed, and it looks like I'm looking up right now. Yep. Ed Milet. Milet. Yep. Okay. He's amazing. Yep. And the, I, okay, I watch a lot of his um, motivational speeches. I follow him on Instagram. Um, you know, he's a very good motivational speaker, kind of like a Tony Robbins situation, but um, yeah. very real. You know, I like when people talk about their backgrounds and their histories and his relationship with his family and his father in particular. And that relationship with his dad was what inspired this book. So I definitely recommend yeah. reading it, following him, listening to some of his stuff. I have the pep talk app. I actually gave it to my 12 year old son, um, you know, and, and give him some motivational, um, you know, like their video, short videos for him, especially when he's playing travel baseball and if he's like struggling with hitting, yeah. you know, all that stuff, I feel like, you know, it's important. And I was listening to it this morning's pep talk. Um, and it was Tony Robbins and just, you know, 10 minutes a day if, oh, cool. if, while I'm getting dressed to kind of shift your mindset and bring everything into perspective. Yeah, mindset it really is, is. And not every day in, is it positive, trust especially. me. I mean, I was, up, you know, no, in the middle yeah. of the night last <laughs> night with my son, the baby who's who's been sick, and there was no one, you know, there was like, please, I just want to go to sleep. But, you know, you try, yeah. I do try, you know, to separate it. Like, it, eventually, I'm like, all right, eventually he's going to fall asleep. It's not that bad. Just relax. He's more unhappy than you are, you know, but it took me a minute to get to that yeah. point. But I am learning. And I think that's important in that it uh, shows a little bit of growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kids are back they in school, are. right? Yeah, so now that's good. it's time to get sick. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Next one. What should everyone who is in real who is a real estate agent either stop doing or start doing? Oh, uh, stop complaining. Um, you know, uh -huh. it's life is what it is. Right. We can't change the circumstances around us we can only change our reaction and our behavior and responses to the circumstances that are around us worry about what you can control let go of what you can't that's what i think and it is a hard thing to do with anything in life right we naturally seek to control situations but i think once you learn to let go and you can learn to control what you are able to control then that's when you're going to start seeing success. I can only control what I do for myself every single day, right? I can only bring forth my best, whether that's, you know, making five phone calls a day or sending out emails or following up with people. I have to make those choices. That's what I can control. The rest is <laughs> up to however it's going to play out. You know, that person can be receptive. They might not, but I just got to keep fighting and let go of it. You know, that's really it. And I think agents you know, really should learn to kind of branch out more, um, explore their options. And this goes with anything, you know, don't get stuck in the way you've been doing something. 
You have to be adaptable. It doesn't matter what job you have. It doesn't matter if it's real estate, technology, education. We are always evolving. And the second you stop evolving, <laughs> the second you're never, you're not growing. You're not growing as a person. You're not growing in your right. business. You're not growing in your profession. So be adaptable. Yep. <laughs> like that. All right. Last one. Where can everybody find you online? Sure. So you can check my website out at daniellezampano.com or my Instagram, um, which is at daniellezampano914. And I have Facebook as well, you know, all the social medias, but it's daniellezampano914 for everything. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you hopping on the podcast. No, thank this you was great. so much. It was so nice to, you know, meet you and chat with you. It's been a pleasure. So I really appreciate it.